0: It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, Thursday, the 26th of May for 2022, and in just a moment, Scott O'Neill is here from Rethink Investing. And one of the things we're going to be talking about is refinancing Reflecting back on the pandemic and some of the lessons that we've learnt around investing and what we've learnt from this moment of time. It's an interesting conversation coming up. Also, <laughs> interesting is Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. The trial has a lot of financial information coming out about Johnny Depp, but really, I mean, who cares about this stuff? I'm not really interested in how much he made from all of the movies, and then, of course, they're reporting how much he's lost, although there was one thing that did sort of make me laugh. Johnny Depp back in 2005 paid for a $5 million cannon, which is an interesting item to buy when you're rich enough to afford to buy a $5 million cannon. And why did he buy it? Well, that was the interesting part because he bought the cannon to blast the ashes of his late friend Hunter S. Thompson over Aspen, Colorado.
0: It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All
1: right, let's have a look at your weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney and expecting mainly dry conditions with cloudy periods and a high of 21 degrees. Melbourne, grab the raincoat again, 17 degrees and showers. Brisbane, also expecting showers today with 23 as your forecast high. And in Perth, that is the place to be. It's a mainly fine day and a high of 23.
0: Enjoy your morning coffee. Wake up every morning to the Real Estate Podcast.
1: And from Core Logic this morning, let's have a look at what is happening in the auctions around the country. Recovering from the election week slump last week, the combined capital cities are expecting the busiest week since the pre-Easter spike and the third busiest week of the year to date. In Melbourne, 1,487 homes are set to go to auction across Across the city. That is compared with the week prior of 712, so a big jump. In Sydney, auction volumes are expected to exceed 1,000 for the first time in seven weeks, with 1,233 auctions scheduled to occur this week. Brisbane is also set to host the most auctions with 260 homes to go under the hammer. This marks Brisbane's busiest auction week since mid- December 2021. Adelaide will have 230 auctions this week. That's up nearly 18% on the week prior. Canberra, 147 scheduled auctions, which is up 61.5% week on week. And in Perth, 21 homes are scheduled to go under the hammer, while four auctions are scheduled to occur in Tasmania this week. So you can see the numbers, quite a big shift.
0: Informing you on real estate. Let's Talk Commercial, a podcast series with Scott O'Neill.
1: And once again, it is a Thursday. It is that time to talk to Scott O'Neill from Rethink Investing. Good morning, Scott. Welcome back. Good morning, Craig. And this is a really interesting one because we're going to be looking at the future of commercial property after two years plus of COVID restrictions. I mean, it has been two years plus and I guess time for a bit of reflection.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I've spent the last two years uh, literally talking to um, investors and on podcasts about all the impact COVID's had on the commercial market. And now that we're sort of seeing uh, the other side of the fence, it's sort of good to uh, maybe reflect back what we're seeing, but more importantly, what's happening, you know, how the market is reacting to an economy, getting back to business, you know, going back to what it was. And I think it's, uh, it's really important to address this because uh, I feel like it's not going to be spoken about as much as the... You know the direct impact COVID had at the time, because the uh, impacts could be just as drastic for uh, different uh, individual asset classes. So it's a really interesting thing.
1: Yeah, we're in that moment of time for a bit of reflection. And what types of commercial properties are tracking and performing the best? Do you think post COVID?
0: I think it, like it's all about where the improvement is. So retail, for example, had a pretty hard time. Covid would have shut down uh, foot traffic for most businesses, you know, especially in CBDs and you know where you needed that face-to-face customer reaction. They were the hardest hit properties in the, um, I guess, the lockdown periods. There were very long ones in the likes of Melbourne and Sydney, and obviously border closures as well would have made you know huge impacts to certain logistics businesses and whatnot. But retail is one of the fastest improving markets because it's coming off. You know, two years of fairly low rental activity. So you imagine who would take a lease up in the middle of COVID if you were running a hairdresser and there was a threat of a lockdown. You just wouldn't do it. But now we're seeing confidence return to the markets. We're seeing these shops which had those four lease signs on it actually getting a you know, new tenant's approach. And I've been talking to agents all over the country every day of the week and they're basically been saying there's been more leasing activity in the last month than the last two years in retail. So... Things are looking good. That's your face to face type retail. Remember, retail like supermarkets and, you know, medical, allied medical type ones, they performed really well through COVID. So not all retail is equal, but there are segments which were weak, making vast improvements right now.
1: And what were some of the big surprises, I guess, in the commercial space during COVID? Because we were in that very uncertain time, that moment of time, that space in COVID. And, you know, it could have really gone sideways so quickly.
0: Yeah, look, the big surprise was just how quick things bounced back. So I remember like I was, I think we had maybe 40, 50 contracts on foot with my business, Rethink Investing, when, when COVID hit our shores. Out of that, call at 50, I think only 15 survived. So there was all these contracts that crashed because people were, were basically freaking out, wondering what's going to happen. You know, We looked back at those uh, prices we were paying on those investments and I bet every one of those clients that got out of those contracts really wished they stayed on. Most of them end up coming back buying within, you know, six months anyway. But the negotiating power we had in those early days was was incredible. We could negotiate like two year rental guarantees from owners. Basically, it was a it was a free ride as an investor. But within three months, once um, there was talk about job keeper and vaccines and all that kind of stuff, we saw confidence return with more force than we've ever seen before into the commercial market. People were desperate to invest their money and. This pushed prices up, like we saw growth rates through COVID in the, you know, 30 plus percent for uh, the likes of industrial and the central retail. Even some office space markets did incredibly well, which boggles the mind to a degree. But that was the biggest surprise, how quick competence returned. And I guess it could be argued similar in the residential markets because they all had an incredible couple of years as well. Specifically, industrial was was just so strong because everyone started buying and selling stuff online more frequently. That was to the weakness or the detriment to retail. And then office space became very unpopular for quite a while, which we're seeing that have a bounce back as well. And
1: given the lessons learned during the last two years, do you feel that companies like yourself, like Rethink Investing, would be in a much better and probably a safer place to pivot when something else occurred? Because Bill Gates came out predicting that there could be a respiratory disease coming down the track, which would be more infectious, more death rate, I mean, all those things you don't want to hear, but boy, if there's somebody that you want to listen to, it's probably
0: bill gates yeah look it'll be interesting if that uh happens again like I really do believe the public won't react the same way uh, just because we're all kind of used to it. So that extreme stock market drop we saw may not be as extreme uh, because remember how quick that bounced back. People started prioritizing investing in these times, saving their money. Um, but yeah, I, I think a business like myself, uh, look, it's, it's great we've been through these types of things and yeah, we've got so much confidence with what we invest in. An event like that would not bother us because we play the long-term game. There's always going to be something. There's always an interest rate only clear for a uh, interest rate rise clear for. There's a you know a pandemic about to happen or a war. These things will all come and go, and there's going to be a many you know hundreds of other cases in our lifetimes we're going to have to worry about. But if you sit there and worry about every single event, you'll miss the greater picture, which is being in the market long term in a good quality asset. And that's why we were still investing as, as heavily as we could in the early days of COVID because we knew. Once this passes, even if it was going to be a rough 12 months or two years, it turned out to be, we're still getting a, a good return on investment and you just got to be sure of the fundamentals of any investment and you don't worry about these, uh, these daily events or monthly events or yearly events because they're always going to be there in a different form. Play the long-term game, think long-term and, and it, it does uh, soften the anxiety of investing
1: yeah long-term and adapting the ability to adapt which by the sound of it we've pretty much done that you know as a species which has been pretty amazing to watch scott great to chat once again have yourself a fantastic thursday and look forward to talking soon you too thanks again craig
0: we connect you to the best real estate information across australia the real estate podcast.